Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. We're back with the Luke and Pete Show. It is a Thursday. I'm joined by Luke Moore, my friend, my compadre, my confidant. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party, everybody would have want to go. But you would say the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. Oh, that's nice. It's yeah. the nicest intro you've ever done. Nice to see you. How are you? It's quite all right. Yeah, fine. I'm all right. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still reeling from uh, the uh, video game news that uh, a professional Tekken player uh, has been fired uh, because she has said that short men under five foot seven don't have human rights and should have limb lengthening surgery. <laughs> Where's that come from? The, why um, she said that? Uh, she she's um, I mean she said a lot of stuff, but why she's getting cancelled for this I don't know. Compared to all the stuff, it's the other stuff she said about uh, protected groups, let's say. Um, but right. yeah, uh, she's. Uh, She's she's a she's a hot tamale when it comes to opinions. Good as like me. She's uh, yes, yeah, professional tech tech and player, very well respected. You know, a, a real rising star of the professional uh, tech end game. Um, and yeah, she's she's got very strong opinions about men who are uh, under five foot six point nine. Well, how tall, tall is she? I don't, presumably she's probably around about that size or a little bit shorter. You would imagine because I think the average. I think she's Japanese. I want to say. Um, she is. Uh, I think the average height for men is five foot seven. There, I think. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's st- strong words. But 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 mainly, I want to talk about is because I didn't. I want to know. I wanted to know how much taller I could be if I had limb lengthening surgery. Is that even a thing? Oh yeah, it's a thing. Yeah yeah um, is it? yeah. Yeah, big in big in China. Um, How does it work? You know, lads who want to, want a few extra inches. They they break the legs and just go whoop, break the legs. Um, put like metal plates, metal um, sticks to kind of reinforce it, and the uh, and the and the bone kind of just grows to the two ends of the bone just kind of grow towards each other um, within a matter of a few. That months. must be controversial, surely. It's controversial. It's unnecessary to do it for cosmetic reasons, um, and it, it the, you know it, it people do it for plenty of reasons like you know um genuine growth uh, birth defects and growth defects and stuff but um a lot of people do do it because they want a few more inches but you can gain six inches in height by doing this process and that i presume that's only on one bone so maybe you could sort of do the upper part of your leg and then add a few more ribs in (laughs) if you need them why can't you just do why can't you just do the old simon cow and get yourself a built-up shoe 
Get yourself a build. Well, I presume you could. So- Imagine if I went suddenly, right? Wearing my normal shoes, come in, uh, and I was like six foot three. Honestly, I just thought that exact thing. I just pictured you walking into the studio at six three, and it yeah. obviously sent a shiver up my spine. Yeah. Oh, actually, it, would that be possible? I would be six two. Is the maximum I would go? What my five? Yeah, but it would still be frightening. <laughs> is it because I th- because I think that you you being you know shall we say average height and <laughs> wiry and stuff yeah it's a big part of your i think it's a big part of it informs your personality yeah okay like you, if you were, if you were like i think i think that like taller people tend to be sort of you know, character wise tend to be different and I, I, I don't think honest. I, I'm not trying <laughs> they to, tend to be honest i'm not trying to do men. a pseudo scientific kind of thing i'm just saying that yeah. clearly the way you experience the world is going to inform your personality right i'm a little cunt i know I'm a little cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I tried to do? I tried to list. I tried to list things in my head of what taller people normally are, yeah. and I just thought to myself, "I'm not any of them." <laughs> I was like, "Taller people tend to be chilled out and a bit more patient." I was like, "I'm not that. I'm really impatient. I'm a complete yeah. bell end a lot of the time." So I don't know where that's come from, but I do think it informs it. So I think you would. I think it would feel odd to you. It would be a bit like looking in the mirror and not recognizing yourself, which I think would be a very unsettling thing. I think I'd be. I think I'd be. It, yeah, I'd be more obsessed with my like Adam's apple and stuff because I'd be able to see it better, wouldn't I? If I'm able, I don't know. I I think imagine suddenly experiencing the world like six inches higher than what you're used to, like walking in the studio and everything's a bit higher and yeah, weird. I, 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 I often think that with my with my cats and how they experience the flat that we live in because they're always at about I don't know what is it one foot high, right? And so you you'll be like. I don't know, like, sometimes we had the cats for years and years, and sometimes, like, you'll get a box out from under the bed. Yeah. And they'll be terrified and leg it. And you're like, well, you've seen that box, like, a hundred times. Why are you frightened of that box? <laughs> but, of course, to them, it's probably five times bigger than they are. So yeah, that's true, yeah. It's probably quite natural for them to be frightened of it. <laughs> yeah, they they also have this me. really weird um, relationship with the um, with the bin lorry that comes every Thursday. Yeah. Because we're on the first floor... They can see out of the window down to the bin lorry. Yeah, and they're obsessed with it, like because for loads of fish heads, loads of cartoon fish heads in yeah, the back. Yeah, they're like top cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are obsessed with it. They think they 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 must think it's some kind of giant predator or something. And they yeah sit there maybe yeah. And they do that thing where I don't know if dogs do it as well. They probably do. You know when like you can't distract them. You can't click your fingers. You can't stroke their head. They just stay focused, fixed on mm. that thing until it goes out of sight and they get on with their day. It's it's really weird how they experience it. So I imagine for them, for, for you know, you could even probably extrapolate that and say you would experience the world far different to me because you're what mm. like six, six inches shorter than me, I guess. It's it's like me kind of walking past a, a Floridix uh, advert on the tube. I just can't stop looking at the Floridix. Uh, What's that like for? Pr- Is that for extra like a, iron? Yeah, it's like a prune flavored iron drink, um, and the bottle looks so old school and the advert looks so old school and it looks so shit but they've clearly made enough money in their life to afford tube adverts every bloody day and so I'm transfixed if I'm going down an escalator I see a Floridex advert I'm like wow I'm, um, God I'm tempted to this? do that I want to do that thing that they offer now where you can get your blood sent off and checked for every different thing that might be wrong with you but yeah, I'm also but quite I, I, of it I worry about um, A I worry about not being able to get enough blood out because last time I tried to do my um, 
do the old uh, they sent me a kit to give me to to get rid of not get rid of uh, to to because I had covid twice they wanted to see if I'll test like the antibodies so they wanted a dose of blood effectively right. and another dose for, and I, I try to get I couldn't I can't get blood on my body <laughs> just my blood just well wants to stay in it in my body and I'm happy you with just that prick the finger you print the finger, but it's just, I ju- you have to milk, like, I, I, I just can't do it, you know, it's just, it's, uh, I, I just cannot do it, it's impossible, but, um, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think that would be, it'd be fun to find out, but I don't trust medical startups, because there's been enough fucking horror stories, oh, it's all that, just um, a bit, like, Because of that, what's weird. it called, that, that, um, Elizabeth Holmes? Yes. Yeah, have you, yeah. have you heard that podcast yeah. series? I haven't, no, but she, she's just the one who that. changes her voice when she's, um, having yeah. a meeting. I mean, we all let's be do absolutely that. fair. That series, which is about five million episodes long, could probably be about three episodes. But um, <laughs> it is very, very odd. Very yeah. odd because because what it is is it feels it feels to me that people and if you don't if you listen to this and you don't know the story, I'd, I'd, I'd recommend you go and check it out. But it, people want wanted it to be true so much that they kind of lost all like rationality. Yeah. Like they were obviously yeah. these are clever people as well, right? They're not people don't just chuck in hundreds of millions of pounds. Or dollars into something yeah. they don't believe in or they don't research but it was like a really weird uh, insight into how built on sand all that venture capitalist kind of Silicon Valley stuff is yeah yeah it's it's it yeah it, it, it and you're right though it's when people when sort of people see so many kind of like you know your electric cars and your fucking drones and all this all of these amazing kind of advances you know built on quite tepid old technology has to be said um you know they they, they sort of do this stuff and they sort of go oh my, well this, this is the time where we should be making these massive advances but science proper science biological science don't doesn't work that quickly it just doesn't so, but people want it to because you know we can create we can if we throw enough money at a fucking electric car it'll go not a 60 in like a second or something but you know medical stuff it it needs more way more specialization and tech bros can't do it by alone you know what can what can um, people learn from your blood do you think um, I I reckon I've probably got a few weird chromosomes just me, <laughs> just kind of the, the peak chromosome maybe. I don't know. You just you just <laughs> chuck the blood on the table and some of the magnifying glass goes. Oh, that's a weird chromosome I haven't seen before. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Pokemon. I'm like uh, I I think I've evolved. What I'm Pokemon, human, are, you like, what I've Pokemon evolved are you most for... like? Um, what's the one where you fall asleep? They draw on your face. Is it Jigglypuff? He like he draws on your face when you fall asleep. I think that's one of them. Okay, because <laughs> uh, my wife regularly calls me a Snorlax. Uh, it's, it's not like the, the a big kind of fat one that's fat always one. asleep and needs to be played a flute to wake up. But yeah, it's, he's blue as well. He looks yeah. a bit like a fat vole. I've got a blue <laughs> dressing gown, so I think that's basically part of it. And I'm very pale. Oh, that's very cute and very Snorlax rotund. Boy. Little Snorlax yeah. boy, very yeah. enjoyable. And then, and then, and then, the wife I have access to did what she always does when we have these kind of conversations. And I'll say, okay, which one are you? And whatever it is, she'll just choose the cutest one. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, no, I'm definitely. Cute. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, a cute kid. You know. That's so, it. so here, so here's some facts about this. Do you want to hear some fun, fun and fascinating facts about the Snorlax? Yeah, the Snorlax is said to weigh over one thousand pounds. Tick. Next, due, yep. due to having an enormous appetite, Snorlax will devour almost anything, even mouldy and rotten food. <laughs> yep, carry on. Next and one. you have very strong digestive juices, um, yep. and your stomach can dissolve any kind of poison. I'm never sick. I am never sick. Ne- so that, you that, are never sick. That's true. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Makes sense. But you, and, and you do. Apparently, you have to play the poker flute to wake him up. Yes. Yeah. They uh, they open their eyes when they faint. 
Uh, and yeah, and and, and Snorlax dances and uh, stands up and dances to the music when the pocky flute is used. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically just describing my He's lovely. That's adorable, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I oh, think yeah, yeah. I think you are massively um, a Mister Mime. Who's a Mister Mime? So Mister Mime is is a, it's a Pokemon. I think it's known something different in Japan, Pokemon but it's like a facts. quite weird, like. Oh, he's so horrible. He yeah. looks. He's got like Krusty the Clown hair. He look. He look. I think he's you, not in Japan. It reminds me of Mr. Mime, like wiry, a <laughs> little bit kind of jerky with movements. Yeah, like eccentric, upsetting. Uh, like his his kind of like different forms. Uh, like it's just different colours basically. One of them he wears like a diamond tie on it. Um, yeah, you wacky. <laughs> absolutely. Why is Mister Mime so creepy? Mime like, when, is. Cre- when you we went to Marcus's <laughs> wedding and you and I said to you, you that you looked like you were dressed like a provincial hypnotist. Yeah, that's Mister Mime, isn't it? Yeah, Mister Mime has a type of incense. It's extraordinary special, uh, and there are only nine other Pokemon that have incense. <laughs> they really are running out of fucking shit. Oh aren't mate, they? It's, it's so detailed, isn't it? Yeah, he's so in Detective. Pi- he's on. in Detective uh, Pikachu, and he can create invisible objects or invisible walls just by moving his fingers. Wow, that is, that's how I see you. Yeah, quite a con artist. Um, I will you, slap you, you, you. I will please. slap you if you interrupt my mimes. <laughs> Again, exactly, it works. Do you do you see? Do you ever do stuff and it's just you and you're around the house or whatever, and you I don't know you're doing things in a certain way. Mm. Um, do you ever think about yourself? Oh, I am quite eccentric. Uh, no, I think I, no, I think I, I think I'm normal. I think I think I'm very normal, and I think everyone else is uh, just absolute limo mors. Because I remember when I first met you, I thought his brain is backwards, right? Like and I um, if you, if you like think Marcel that, like from the Raggy Dolls. I'd, I'd like to be compared to Marcel from the Raggy Dolls. I oh, was that back to front. I don't, was I it, don't remember either of those. Programs. He was, he was back. He had his head. There was Sad Sack. It was a sad boy, and then there was um, Marcel. I think who was. Or maybe he was called Back to Front, but it was a French one. And I think he was his head was stitched on the wrong way, so he'd always be walking yeah. in the wrong direction. Yeah, I can I can kind of see that. Yeah, let's um, have a look at Raggy Doll facts. Raggy Doll facts. Can I also <laughs> just bring something to the table, admin-wise, that we need to tell our listeners? Yeah, is that we did something. Um, just changing the subject slightly, we did something a while back about the Chinese censorship version of certain movies. Yes, yes. And one of them was Fight Club, right? And and so we talked about yeah. how like um, they didn't want to have any kind of undermining kind of um, ending to Fight Club that would be seen as being subterfuge or something against the establishment or whatever. And so they just did this really lame. Anyway, you, you can listen to it again if you have. If yeah, you, you can go back and listen to it again if you want to, or if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. Anyway, we had a lot of emails from listeners actually, including one from Josh who says um, he lives in China. Uh, and the Fight Club ending thing was quite widely talked about. But the company involved, called Tencent, actually um, ended up reversing its decision as a result. And actually, the full version is now available again. So you can actually watch the full version of Fight Club in, in China now. Yes, okay. So Which is surprising, it was... right? Because I, th- I thought they were going a lot... From Based on what I read, and I don't know anything about this really, but based on what I read, I thought China were going much more authoritarian. Yeah, I mean they are. I mean they have, but they obviously they created such a silly hoodoo that, that clearly over on um, is it Weibo? Um, obviously that uh, that story spread like wildfire. That the Chinese version of Fight Club, which is you know, is just a silly um, approximation of it because of the uh, the, the, the the stringent censorship in uh, China, um, and so they they had to write it back because it, it was just a bit ridiculous leaving it up because everyone knew it was the wrong it was the it was the wrong trousers grommet it's the wrong ending to the to the show, but. Um, 
But there, were, did you see that there was a, an alternative? Um, there was an alternative uh, version of Friends uh, released in China. In the well, and, 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 and people are sort of rubbish. People are sort of noticing more and more kind of weird censorship and, and bizarre censorship as well um, in in quite popular TV shows. And uh, I'm, I'm quoting from the news story in in the latest Chinese version. When Ross tells his parents that he's split from his wife, he doesn't explain the reason. The reason being she's a lesbian living with another woman, is now pregnant, and plans to raise the baby with her partner. Instead, the scene simply cuts to his parents' stunned faces, and the plotline ends there. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think, you almost think that. Uh, Chinese imperialism. You you think that they would sort of go well? Look, like they they have very regressive views about um, LGBT plus uh, uh, um, situations, and so you would imagine they would sort of want want the decadent West to sort of look um, degenerate effectively. Do you know what I mean? They are very strong. They they, they have an idea that, right. that any alternative alternate non cis yeah. kind of non non, non um, straight lifestyles are degenerate. So you would imagine that they would sort of want to take the piss out of the Americans for having this freedom. Do you know what I mean? No, I, d- I, I understand that point. Like, yeah, I totally think, understand like, your point. Yeah, I don't the know. Recalculation he, they seem to have made. Yeah, it just but, but it's it, probably it almost, it's almost as probably, if they haven't thought about it properly. <laughs> I'll tell you what philosophically probably wins out is the idea that they don't, wherever possible, they perhaps take the position don't they mention don't it. want their citizens to be exposed to it probably right okay yeah that's fair uh, Joy's suggestion of a trip to a strip club is translated in Chinese subtitles as going out to have fun um, <laughs> this is what we all tell our partners um, when, <laughs> when Paul the wine guy tells Monica that uh, he hasn't been able to perform sexually the subtitle says that he's been in low spirits again something that <laughs> It's just more euphemistic, isn't it? I like it. I'm in low spirits. Uh, A lent by Rachel that she's more turned on by a gravy boat than her fiancé is translated as Rachel's being more happy to see the tableware than her her fiancé. But last year, when the Friends Reunion episode was uh, out, um, they just cleaved out the cameos from Gaga. Uh, Bieber and BTS because uh, at some point those celebrities have had uh, offended the country's leaders. Oh, I just find it so like pathetic. So it's so so thin. Do you know what it reminds me of? Right? Have you ever seen, have you seen the first part of that Louis Theroux documentary? Ooh, uh, he's done a lot. Which one? Getting a lot of heat. There's a brand new one. It's called Forbidden America. It's getting a lot of heat. And right. Okay. Talking about it, and the first episode focuses on um, on basically online trolls who who are really really right wing and who have kind of manifested themselves in real life at things like the Charlottesville thing and um, the storming of the Capitol building, all that kind of stuff. And um, obviously, they're you know the authors of just genu- generally very very horrific behaviour, and that's not new news, but it kind of is, is laid bare in the documentary episode. But one thing that's really actually worth remembering, and you can apply it to these decisions around things like Gaga and Bieber, who you know, quote offended the establishment or whatever. These people, they're just so thin skinned it's unbelievable, right? Yeah. And for all the chat, like if you use the American one, which is what I know a bit more about. All this kind of stuff. If you remember, the Trumpers, of which these guys are really a faction of, um, they come up with all this stuff like, fuck your feelings, facts don't care about your feelings. And, you know, it's all just, it's the truth and you just can't handle it, guys. You know, we're just saying what everyone's thinking. And, you know, and then and Louis Theroux, who was the most benign beta male in, in broadcasting, who really gets a lot of joy out of particularly the American subjects of a documentary because I don't really know what to make of him because they think of him as being quite odd and eccentric and it's very hard, I think, for a lot of people, particularly in places like the Midwest, to process someone like Louis. Um, they just lose their shit. 
they completely they completely wrap their hands in. They reject it. Or they get so offended. And at some points in that first episode, I haven't seen the second two yet, or the second and the third, at some points, like Louis Theroux, who's, who never loses his call, is just saying, why, why are you getting so up? You, see, you look like you're about to cry. Why are you so upset? <laughs> you know, I'm just asking you a question or whatever. And, and the, one, the one particular thing would be where one of these guys who is just the most horrific human being, like completely almost irredeemable as a human being, He's seen on camera at some event giving a Nazi salute, right? But he insists that he's not a Nazi. So Louis Theroux asks him the entirely reasonable question. Why are you giving a Nazi salute then? Right? <laughs> and rather than just engage, given that he just dishes stuff out as a career and has become very wealthy doing so for mm. his entire adult life, right? He just shuts the whole thing down. I'm not talking to you. And then what happens? As soon as Theroux goes away... He opens up a live stream of this same guy, and this live stream guy's just back in his own fucking environment, in his safe space, just hammering people again, hammering Louis Theroux, calling him a little bitch, all this other stuff. Yeah. And my 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 overarching emotion hearing about this kind of stuff is just it's just pathetic. It's just absolutely yeah. pathetic. Like, it's tragic. It's I know it's offensive to a lot of people. I know I'm in an exalted position because I'm not as a straight white guy, I'm not the target of these kind of attacks, and I'm not trying to diminish how hurtful they can be. But my takeaway is, you know what? He's just a fucking tragic, pathetic human being, and everyone can see you for what you are, and there's really nothing more to it than that. You know, there's, yeah. n- there's nothing impressive about what you're doing. It's not funny, it's not edgy, it's not cool. It's just fucking tragic, mate. So mm. get over yourself and either come into the fold of, of human beings, fucking, of, of this community that is the human race, or just fuck off, because everyone just thinks it's tragic. Mm. Well, I completely agree. Same with the I, Chinese government. Oh, well, we do this. We, we fucking want to control our citizens. We want to watch everything they do. We want to fucking marginalise groups and treat them terribly. But the moment you say one thing that we don't like, we're going to fucking wipe you out. We're going to wipe you off the face of the planet and pretend you don't exist. Embarrassing. Low key. Low key. What? Can you hear this? I don't know you can hear this. John Cena apologising for saying that Taiwan is a country. Fuck <laughs> you now. You know what I mean? What kind of world are we living in? <laughs> He's just sort of saying, um, yeah, I'm so, hello, I'm sorry. To say right now... John uh, Cena's doing was, it. When I, was doing the, when I was doing the interview for Fast and Furious 9, I had many, many interviews. Uh, in one of them, I made a mistake. Uh, everyone asked me if I can use Chinese. Um, people at Fast and Furious 9 gave me lots of interview information and I made a mistake it's so 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 important I love and respect China and Chinese people I'm so sorry for my mistake um, he doesn't go and actually mention the fact that he shouldn't have named Taiwan as a country it's just if you play Bizarre. with the, if you play the fucking game and you learn Chinese and you become this kind of like quite you know quite cynically uh, learn Chinese and you, you, you're not you're doing it for a particular reason you're the head of uh, the WWE and you're you, you are there to um, to you know to, to, to bring in more money and bring in more cash for, 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 for your industry and you and, and and to a less extent yourself um, and he's, he's learned that for a reason and he's become a bit of a bit of a puppet really I suppose and it's, it's it sad because he's, he's a clever bloke is it fairly impressive or is it wrong to be impressed with the fact that he's actually learnt Chinese I think, it's incredibly I think anyone who's, who learns that particular language is fucking like absolute space brains I don't know how yeah. you begin to work with any tonal language I just I just I, I find the whole thing very very impressive but yeah. if you're doing it just so you can make a bit more coin uh, to, to, to you know it's, it just seems a bit stoogy to me 
just yeah, I know. I understand stingy. what you mean. I understand totally. And then and then apologise for calling Taiwan a fucking country. I'm it's sorry. I'm so sorry. If it's it's embarrassing. I mean, but the thing is, it's probably yeah. like like genuine, real world implications for him if he doesn't do it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not having a go at him for you know some you know not being brave enough to not do it. I, I understand the world. The real world is you know has a habit of the universe has a habit of just not giving a shit what you think. And if there's real world implications to it, maybe it's the lesser of two evils for him. I, mm. I'm not I'm not criticizing him. I just think the whole thing is a little bit sad. Yeah. Anyway, let's have a break. Sad, when we it? come back, we've got to squeeze some battery brands in. We've got to do um, a couple of emails as well. We'll try and squeeze those in too. So don't go anywhere uh, and and do do stick around and, and we'll see you the other side of this. 
Welcome back to the Look at Pete show. We'd like to welcome our brand new sponsor of the show, Tencent and Alibaba. Uh, <laughs> it's about to say, we do a lot of Chinese battery brands on here. <laughs> <laughs> we are literally in the pocket of big battery. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you've got a battery you found in some excellent Chinese uh, electronics, uh, do get in touch. Send us a picture to hello at lukeandpeteshow.com. We're going to be kicking off uh, with a battery. Gavin, 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 Gavin. Now, I... I'm willing to admit that sometimes some batteries slip through our fingers and slip through the net when it comes to reading them out on air. I understand that. And occasionally we'll come to an email we've not opened before. But Gavin, if you think you're getting through with a fucking pear deer in 2022, (laughs) get out of this parish and never return, Gavin. You're a disgrace, sir. I just searched it 116 times. (laughs) (laughs) Gavin, 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 Gavin. Maybe we just haven't read it out. Do that. That's a lot yeah. of people. Oh, never um, mind. <laughs> uh, so yeah, sorry, Gavin. That's that's yeah. a no. If you did, if you sorry, want, Gav. Sure. Uh, Felix has got in touch. Dear Luke and Pete, I finally found a potential new player in the remote for my new project. No, sorry, my new projector, Keyhole Batteries. K I H O. Hope you're doing well in these weird times, Felix. Keyhole Batteries. We don't hear enough from um, from people called Felix, so I'm very very happy True. to hear from you, sir. Yep. But I'm afraid to tell you that on the oh, 22nd of March no. last year, our friend Isaac Robertson sent in a Keyhole battery, so they are not a new player, I'm afraid. Ah, nuts. Uh, right, well, finally, this uh, this Thursday, I think this has got a very good chance of being a new player because I completely... Uh, I, I, this one's passed me by, if not. Uh, Lightworks, L-Y-T-W-O-R-X. It was on the floor in the lounge when I walked in this evening, which probably means something doesn't work. <laughs> Your man in Red, <laughs> nice, Beach, I like that. Red Beach, New Zealand, Neil. A.A. Lightworks. Yeah, he's included the picture as well. Very, very impressive stuff from you, Neil. That is a brand mm. new player. Never seen or heard of those before. Very, very well done to you. Uh, and I hope Red Beach is as nice as I imagine it to be. I'm sure it is. Blood. Blood everywhere. Just black, little black puddings rolling around. It's disgusting. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. Yeah, uh, very nice. Um, Pete, Pete um, should we do some email? If we do, we've got an email here from John, and I really want you to read it out. Uh, squeeze one in before I have to ship off. Uh, John DeLong. Great name. name. Great email. Hello, gentlemen. On the subject of running potatoes through a juicer in the hopes of getting potato milk, I live in eastern Canada in the province of Nova Scotia. And while potato milk has not made it to this side of the Atlantic, there is a tradition of running potatoes through a juicer, not to get the juice from consumption, but instead to remove the liquid from the potatoes for an Acadian, eastern French Acadian, uh, dish called rapi pie. Oh, sorry, raw pea pie. Mm. No, I've, I've had two cracks raw of that. I've got it wrong every time. Raw pea pie. Yeah. Um, the potatoes are rehydrated with hot chicken stock, then laid in a special casserole dish with chickens, onions, and then baked. The ensuing dish has a golden brown crust, while the texture of the potatoes is a bit of an acquired taste. Those who love the dish, like I do, count it amongst our favourite meals. Of course, when the meal was developed in the 1700s, uh, cheesecloth was used instead of an electric juicer, and often the meat would be clams, still popular, rabbit, or other wild game raw pea pie I'm loving it John DeLong in Halifax in Nova Scotia it's a cracking email and I want me some raw pea pie yeah it sounds really nice I'd definitely like to eat it but I looked at the Wikipedia page mm. and the photo on the Wikipedia page makes it look horrible it makes it look horrible Let's have a have look, look. Let me, let have me a look, look for yourself but as it's described it sounds very yeah. nice to me and and the inspiration <laughs> for this email just in oh, case people have forgotten doesn't look great does it 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 looks like jizz. It looks like wallpaper paste. It's absolutely yeah. disgusting looking. Um, but I'm it, sure a proper rappy pie, rappy pie, um, 
It really fits in my accent, like Rotty Pie. Yeah, it does. I'm surprised <laughs> it's not a north east northeastern delicacy. But it looks nice. It looks very, um, very potentially very wet. Very, oh, it's good, man. Yeah, lovely. So, so, Cheese so, on top. Yeah, the, the inspiration for the email is the fact that we were talking a few weeks ago, weren't we, about some some absolute wag has brought out potato milk. And I just thought, <laughs> nah, not, not for that. me, mate. I'd rather have raw pea pie than that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Pete, that's it. Let's get out of here. Let's get out do, of here. Do the admin. You do the admin, and we'll go. Um, oh God, straighten up, fly right, stay in school, don't take drugs. See ya. Hello at lukeandpeachy.com is oh, what yeah, I want. That's, yeah, fine. All right, hello at com is our email address. If you want to get to the show, let us know uh, what you're doing with your life. Um, if you've made any massive life cha- changes, maybe you've got something lopped off for like a medical reason <laughs> or, or a lifestyle reason. Tell us about it. Maybe, you know, let us know how it goes. Yeah, we also did, Pete, we also did promise earlier this week that on this show, before we left for the week, you said you would come up with another email topic for people because they were so good with the hand-hurting emails. Yeah, are you getting something lopped off? Well, it doesn't mean anything, does it? You could be cutting something off. Have you ever had something lopped off? Right, so as in from your house, from your garden, from your body, what? From your, exactly. Anything. Open-ended. Have you ever, have you ever? We're going to do a subject. Have you ever had anything lopped off before? I have a feeling this mm. won't. The responses here won't be quite as prolific, but we'll see. Okay. We will see. We'll see. You, you've had a tree surgeon round. You're always talking about that, that oh. foxy tree surgeon with his Kevlar trousers. I almost had to make going him on about him. I almost had to pay him for an extra half day because I made him tell me the story about when he almost chopped his own leg off. And he was, I could tell he was like, "I've got to get on here. I've got to get on." <laughs> I've got fucking five trees to do today. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, leave us a review wherever you get your pods if you've enjoyed the show as well. That really helps us. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back on Monday. Stay safe, look after yourselves and each other. See you next time. Ta-ta. The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.